Today is Monday, April 5th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. We have a lot of news from Friday to catch up on, starting with a new incident at the Capitol building. On Friday afternoon, 25-year-old Noah Green rammed a car into two officers at a barricade outside the U.S. Capitol, killing one of them before he was shot to death by the police. Following the incident, investigators revealed that he had been suffering from delusions, paranoia, and that they believe it was an isolated incident. The slain officer was William Evans, an 18-year veteran who was a member of the department's first responders unit. The area was locked down for hours on Friday, but it has since reopened. Also on Friday, the MLB pulled the All-Star Game out of an Atlanta suburb in response to the recently passed voter suppression law. The league said it's finalizing details about new locations for the July 13th game, as well as the draft. Governor Brian Kemp responded, obviously not favorably, by saying, Today, Major League Baseball came to fear political opportunism and liberal lies. We also heard from two witnesses in the Derek Chauvin trial on Friday. The first was Sergeant John Edwards, who had been with the Minneapolis police for over 10 years. Edwards was the officer who was sent to the Cup Foods after the arrest to secure the crime scene. He also asked the officers to identify where they had interacted with George Floyd and to turn on their body cameras. He went to try and find witnesses, though most people had already left, with the exception of Charles McMillan, whose testimony we heard on day three. We also heard testimony from Lieutenant Richard Zimmerman, a 35-year veteran officer who leads the department's homicide division. He said that Derek Chauvin used force that was totally unnecessary and uncalled for while Floyd was handcuffed and no longer a threat. He added that Minneapolis officers had been specifically trained to take particular care with handcuffed suspects and warned to limit the use of the face-down position, which George Floyd was in. When Zimmerman was asked whether he had seen any need for Chauvin to put his knee on Floyd for that long, Zimmerman answered, no, I did not. To put this all in context, this is a very damning testimony for Chauvin because a highly respected officer is saying that he violated police policy, which undercuts the defense's argument that he acted in accordance with his training. Last June, Zimmerman was also among a group of 14 veteran police officers who published a public letter to condemn the actions of Derek Chauvin, saying, this is not who we are. Insider is reporting that the personal data of over 500 million Facebook users has been posted online in a low-level hacking forum, including phone numbers, full names, location, email addresses, and biographical information. Over 32 million of these compromised users were in the U.S., and the dataset is now widely available to anyone with rudimentary data skills. A Facebook spokesperson told Insider that the data was scraped due to a vulnerability that the company patched in 2019. The leaked data could provide valuable information to cybercriminals who use people's personal information to impersonate them or scam them into handing over login credentials. So beware, everybody. The New York Times reported this weekend that Donald Trump lured supporters into thousands of unwitting donations during the last two months of the election in order to keep his campaign afloat. It led to a surge in demand for refunds and complaints to banks and credit cards, totaling 530,000 refunds worth $64.3 million. For reference, the Biden operation issued 37,000 online refunds, totaling $5.6 million. Trump was then able to use tens of millions of dollars he raised after the election under the guise of fighting his unfounded fraud claims to help cover the refunds he owed. 
Several bank representatives who fielded fraud claims directly from consumers estimated that when red cases, aka the conservative equivalent of Act Blue, while they were at their peak, represented as much as 1-3% to of their workload, which was a shockingly large percentage considering that political donations represent a tiny fraction of the overall U.S. economy. And lastly, don't freak out, but there is a potential coup in Jordan. On Sunday, the government of Jordan accused former Crown Prince Hamza bin Hussein and several of his associates of cooperating with foreign entities to pursue a long-term plot to destabilize the kingdom, which they said amounts to promoting sedition. After an extensive investigation, Jordanian authorities raided the palace of the former Crown Prince on Saturday and arrested as many as 20 people. Authorities denied that Prince Hamza was arrested, but foreign intelligence officials in the region and in Europe said they believed he had been placed under house arrest. In response, governments in the Middle East and the U.S. rallied behind Jordan's current King Abdullah. Thank you for listening to The Morning Announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post funny news content throughout the day. Also, be sure to check out our Betches Sub and Morning Announcements merch collection on ShopBetches.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.